the Enlightenment, the the Renaissance, a Renaissance as it's properly pronounced. Fun fact. Yeah, I don't. I, it, I know it's right, but I. It's strange. Um, and like the Protestant Reformation or Reformations. Uh, Protestant. Protestant. As yes, it's properly. Hi, I'm Luke Heisler. And I'm Jay Cox. Welcome to this week's episode of Audibility Podcast. Our goal is to showcase the importance of community in life and to explore different ideas and topics within culture with our new friends, you guys. Uh, Today we're going to talk a little bit about season two, this Mm -hmm. season of Audibility Podcast. Uh, We're also going to kind of lay out our our general question for the this season it's not always true yeah we don't it's, <laughs> yeah I, i'll agree there's this very western idea that our culture is the the right culture oh, and i hate that No. Whoa, crap. No. Whoa. No, restart. All okay, right. okay, shoot. Hey. Shoot. No, no, no. no, no. Keep Idiot. going. Keep Idiot. recording. All right. Hey, Luke. No, wait. We got to do oh, the sip okay. again. All right. Hey, Luke. Hey, Jay. Welcome to Audibility. Welcome. Sorry, guys. We were out of practice. So <laughs> that was bad. All right. Welcome back. I'm so excited. I'm excited. We're, this is going to be fun. This is the first time we've been in this room for a hot minute. Well, it's been a month, not a minute. Well, okay. Um, I have to cough. Hold on. <coughs> this is also the first time that I have headphones and I feel very powerful. I know. You can actually hear yourself. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, and I can whisper like this. Yeah, you can whisper to me and I can hear him whisper. It's wild. Anyway. Um, this, I'm sorry if this is loud. I have to... Yeah, there you go. Okay, sweet. Um, awesome. So, Luke, what we got on the docket today? What are uh, we doing? Today we're going to talk um, a little bit about season two, this mm-hmm. season of Audibility Podcast. Um, we've got some exciting episodes planned. I don't know if we're going to talk about all of them. Yeah, not all of them. Um, uh, we're also going to kind of lay out our our general question for the this season yeah so initially we were thinking this would just this semester would be a continuation of season one um but we said no to that and decided just to go on with making it season two because i think our our logic in that was just it just felt like a good time you know like a semester seems like a good way to yeah sorry we didn't have like a season finale we kind of did the yeah christmas the christmas episode. episodes if you haven't listened to those those were those were awesome. Those are pretty good. I, I really enjoyed recording those. I like those. those. Those were a lot of fun to record, a lot of fun to plan. And the song was a lot of fun to make. Um, yes. And hopefully, shout out to Makaria Sanders and Rebecca Miller for helping us with those, with, with the song there, redoing that. We hope to maybe do a little more with them for future Yeah, things. maybe a little no, something, a little something, no, no, no. I don't know. Um, yeah, so th- what we decided to do over break... Um, we're going to do an overarching, overarching or overarching? I've heard it both ways. Okay. I like overarching. Um, but 
an overarching question for the entirety of the season. So we're going to have about 15 episodes this season. And how about you tell them what it will be? You'll tell them, <coughs> the, you tell them the first part. It's two-part. Sorry, i got a little tickle in my throat. It's fine. Um, so the first part of the question, it is, it is like a two-parter. And we, it is a two-parter because uh, actually over break, Jay, Malcolm, and I, uh, we all FaceTimed and we kind of fleshed out what we wanted this season to look like mm-hmm. and what we wanted to address and talk about. And we really couldn't land on one single thing. So instead of, you know, choosing one thing and limiting ourselves, we picked kind of a two-parter question and it complements itself. So the first part of the question is how can we navigate culture responsibly? Yeah. And then the second part of the question is is similar and I I think there'll be some overlap, but the second part of the question is how can we be culturally responsible? Yeah. Those things uh, go hand in hand, but they're also different enough where we can spend a significant amount of time on them without having that overlap. Yeah, because initially I was, we, when we did our group FaceTime talk call, um, we ended up landing on how do we na- navigate culture responsibly, which I think is a very good question to ask. But then I started thinking, I think we were in BCM and it just kind of came to me in the middle like of worship or something. Yeah. Um, Cause I like nudged you. I was like, Oh, there it is. And you made the Minecraft um, Steve noise. You did. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and <laughs> I, uh, the idea of what's our cultural responsibility, because I think if we just say navigate culture responsibly, that removes our um, need to act responsible to shape culture yeah, ourselves, yeah, yeah. be responsible uh-huh. for that, you know, um, which I, I think is going to be a very interesting uh, overarching questions, I guess they are. It's definitely overarching. Overarching? I'm sorry. I have not heard it both ways. Oh, I'm just mispronouncing it. No, it's fine. You're fine. My dad will correct me when he listens to the... Or maybe he'll correct me. Who knows? I don't know. I'm. Oh, no. We'll come back next week. We'll come back next week and tell him. Yeah, we'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. So, do you want to kind of speak to that second question? So... Maybe your thoughts on that a little bit? Yeah. When I was thinking about kind of for this uh, this week's episode, I was really um, navigating culture uh, responsibly, but then when we came up with that, um, what's our cultural responsibility? And I yeah. think first our responsibility is to shape culture because I think, um, especially as young people, I think that we have this kind of odd paradox in society where society's like grow up, but also don't. Yeah, don't, don't, and also you don't have the ability to have say in things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Until you're like, you know, I find a lot, um, like, I don't know, just in in past situations, especially my senior year, um, outside of my kind of immediate community, people weren't taking me seriously because I was, quote, just a senior in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is... Is, is a valid thing in, in a sense because, you know, we haven't had experience yeah. and all this. But I think taking that to heart and, and taking that to its conclusion that we don't have any thing to put forth, I don't think is a correct yeah, assumption and to I make. Yeah, and I think within society that extends far too far. Yeah. And I even think, like, for me, whenever I am posed with this question, I always think about how, 
like most of the disciples would have been younger than us. Like they would have been hmm. some of them maybe as young as like 14. Yeah. Because that's, that's just how the rabbinical system worked back huh. then. You would take on disciples. Wow. I never thought about that. Yeah. So like in the, in the Jewish rabbinical system, the Jesus, he started his ministry at 30, which it's like, well, that's a random number, but that's when you started being a rabbi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and about the time that a student went through, um, got to be about 12 ish, they would start, or maybe a little bit older, like after their bar, their bar mitzvah, yeah, um, which would be about 13, they would have gone to seek a rabbi. Um, and there's all this cool stuff yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. We can talk about it a different time, uh-huh. but they would have been very young. Um, and so, you, do you mean like the, the 12 or the 12? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I never thought about that. Yeah. So, and what's interesting, it makes sense. Yeah. And even to prove this, if you're thinking I'm crazy, I'm not, I don't. Yeah. Well, anyone else, um, well, crazy, cool, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, oh. <laughs> oh, um, no. and, but, um, when in the story where Jesus is, uh, doesn't have tax to pay at the temple, um, and Peter doesn't have any either. It, he uh, goes and finds the fish in the ocean with the or fish in the lake with um, two coins in its mouth. Mm-hmm. It's only for Jesus and Peter. So they would have had to be twenty years old to be able to pay tax. The other w- others would have had to have been younger than twenty. Whoa! Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. So that's so cool. Yeah, that's just how the Levitical law worked. You didn't pay tax to your twenty. Pretty dope. So then that. That means that wow. they were younger than 20. That's really cool. Yeah. So, suffice to say, I think that... Um, and then historically, you can kind of deduce that they probably would have been... Younger. 13 to... Or 14 13 to, to like 16. Maybe a little bit older, yeah. but more huh. than likely, not very much older. Well, that's your little cool audibility tidbit for today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but all that to say, um, I think that our culture has a tendency to want to say okay, you're still a kid, so you have no say, but also we want you to go and spend however much money on education and make decisions like that at the same time. Mm. So it's this weird uh, this weird cultural shaping that we've kind of been thrust into uh, through the way that culture through history has been um, has just come about. Um, and I think we have to make a very distinct... It's our responsibility to either just float along in that culture or mm. to reshape that culture and say that um, we have something to say, you know, and respect that our the people that are older than us and have experience and learn from them, but also say like our, our opinions do matter. Like we have something to bring to the table as well. It's yeah. not just kind of, it's our responsibility no matter what age we are. Yeah. And it, one thing that I'm trying to, I have a group of, uh, sixth grade boys at church that I lead about eight of them. And, um, one thing I haven't really said this distinctly to them, but in the back of my mind, um, just thinking about how I want to instill in them something that even though you're 11, 12 years old, you, you can shape culture drastically. Yeah. Um, but because of that whole disciples being really young, um, just based on that. And I think that that's very empowering. And also like in other cultures, like young men, like after the, uh, Jewish kids have their bar mitzvah in a lot of, or in Jewish culture, they would have responsibility. You know, they mm. would, they would get some more responsibility and they wouldn't just uh, stunt adolescence until you were 18, which is such a 
abstract number. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my take. What do you have to say on that? On that? I, I don't know. I, I just, I agree with pretty much everything you said. I would just add also, like, a lot of times people kind of brush the peer-to-peer culture hmm. aside. Like, we're talking in a more broader sense um, a little bit, but also there's kind of a, a smaller scale there that's like, you know, creating a culture within your friend group uh, of, yes, of yes, like yes. trust and vulnerability and just like, or like that culture can look like anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's another thing we'll probably talk about this semester is like yeah. culture. When we think of culture, we're thinking of cultures like the Aztec empire or the European uh, countries and all the, all the cultures that are within that, that sort of mindset. But when we're talking about culture, we'll define, okay, this is a, this big thing is a culture, but also there's micro cultures and yeah. all these different little we're, things. Yeah. I think, I think we can both agree that we're more speaking to kind of culture as in like the world around us. Like yeah, culture kind of synonymous with society, but maybe the parts of society that are, I don't know. Maybe, should we just talk about what we think culture is? Yeah, let's I do that. I think that's, let's that'll that. be a good thing. What do you think? Um, I think culture, well, like like we were saying, there's a really broad sense of the word. So, obviously, you could say culture is like the way that um, different peoples in different areas of the world conduct themselves. Because, I mean, I feel like that would be the textbook definition of culture if you, yeah. you know, opened up a social studies textbook or a history textbook. Yeah. But... Um, to me in this sense, culture is less that, and it's more like I was saying the world around us and, and how we interact with it and how, like, you know, when you say to someone you're cultured, yeah, it's like they just have a good understanding and a good knowledge and balance of kind of what's around them and, and they know how to interact with it. And they're kind of like wise in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just looked up definition of culture oh look at you look at me cheater uh (laughs) there's there's two definitions um for the noun culture um the first one the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement regarded collectively yeah so i think that's kind of that's that's more of like you're a cultured i think yeah yeah and then the customs arts social institutions and achievements of a particular nation people or other social group so, like, so I think when we on the podcast this season are talking about culture, you can be confident that it's a blend of those two and it's within the United States. Yeah. It, or within Anderson or I mean, to limit it to Anderson is, yeah. you know, but it applies. I, I to, think I think you can have this. So like the customs, arts, social institutions of South Carolina are different than that of um, Boston or Chicago or Los Angeles. Yeah. Anywhere, Not Los Angeles. Wherever. California. In California. Somewhere in California. Oh, no. That's going to be so embarrassing um, if it's not Los Angeles. <laughs> but I think even within towns you and between families, you have different customs, different ways you express yourself, different yeah, different yeah. things that you adhere to. Um, and sometimes it's um, it's kind of overwhelming going to going to another culture. Like even I think of like as a kid. I can remember distinctly the first time I went to a friend's house, mm. like even to spend the night. And when you go to a friend's house for like, I don't know, a play date or whatever, <laughs> um, 
it's you're less immersed in that culture of yeah. that, of that family. But when you spend the night, like you eat dinner with them, you eat breakfast with them, you know, it's kind of like a you become part of their routine. Yeah, I think with and it can me, be it can be a scary thing. Yeah, for with some me kids. when I actually kind of experienced this recently, I've I've met um, have a girlfriend now. Shout out, old girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Um, yeah, um, but I got to meet her, her dad and her stepmom, and I realize I'm realizing lately that when I meet new people, I'm not I'm more quiet, not because I'm like you know an awkward human being because I'm very much an extrovert, but mm. I don't know. I'm trying to absorb and like take in what is the microculture that's happening and like how, what's the best way for me to interact with these specific people? Yeah, where do I fit within that? That's the culture navigating cultural responsibility. Yeah. Is that where do I fit and how can I move about within the microcultures and the macroculture of America and, and, or and, the world? And you learn that by you know delving into things and gathering knowledge and kind of just like. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I think we touched on this a little bit, but talk about what you think. Um, so I talked about the, uh, what does it mean to have cultural responsibility? So shaping culture, what is it, what do you think it means to, um, navigate culture responsibly? I mean, I think we kind of both, t- uh, just talked about that. Yeah. Um, but to kind of go maybe a little deeper in a different direction, like I think it is important to, I mean, like it's, this is easy for me to say because I enjoy these things, but like it is important to, you know, read. Mm -hmm. I think films are a big part of understanding, especially America's culture, because that's kind of been ingrained in who we are as a nation. Yeah. Um, is this, you know, big, like a lot of people put celebrities up on a huge pedestal and they kind Mm. of worship the Hollywood image um yeah more on that later probably yeah probably uh, and like also art i think is important and and just all these things in that kind of first de- definition of culture i feel like those are important things to know about um so then you can learn like okay what's acceptable what's not acceptable like like how is the best way for me to do this and also like using discernment to like discover for yourself what's the appropriate art and mm. the appropriate literature and the appropriate films, appropriate music, whatever it is yeah. for me, you know, in my walk with, mm-hmm. with Christ. Cause yeah. that, that looks different for some people. Like I, I know someone back home who like can't listen to hard rock music, just that they feel convicted when they mm-hmm. do that. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, but like me, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, gang gang, let's go. Yeah. You know, so it's it looks different for people. So it's about it's really about, you know, asking God for discernment and using that to kind of, you know, find your way through culture Mm. as a Christian. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that's intriguing to me, um, I'm taking uh, some classes right now where we're really delving into um, how kind of really it's focusing in on how we as Protestant, you know, evangelical Christians kind of got to where we are. Ooh. And so we're looking back to like the enlightenment, the, the Renaissance a Renaissance as it's properly pronounced. Fun fact. Yeah. I don't, I, it, I know it's right, but I, it's strange. Um, and like the Protestant reformation or reformations, uh, Protestant, Protestant as yes. it's properly. Pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's very interesting to me. I've been thinking about when we're talking in class, 
um, how we're importing all these different things from our modern Western way of thinking back into uh, into history, assuming mm. that these people know this. And I'm like talking to my classmates, and it's very interesting. That's part of navigating culture responsibly, I think. And I think we'll talk about that with history. Is that we can't just assume that people should know better. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'll I'll kind of add to that. When you take the step to you know, figure out how to navigate culture responsibly and you kind of learn about culture and you can gain a better understanding for yours, it becomes easier to even read the Bible hmm. because you have a greater understanding for just culture in general. And then um, you can go back and look and say, okay, this is where this culture differs from our culture now. Yeah. And you can understand some of the little nuances that a lot of people get frustrated with when they read the Bible. Yeah, yeah. And I think we can talk about that more, but it's like just assuming because we're these Western thinkers and like, you know, we're, we have all this access to, you know, we have the printing press yeah. where we can get all the information we want and the internet now, which is wild. And microwaves. And microwaves. That's a callback. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have all this access to information. Um, we just assume every other culture should have that. Um, and even that we're right in having that, which I would argue is not always true. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll agree. There's this very Western idea that our culture is the the right culture. Yeah, oh, I actually I read. Um, I mentioned this in class today, but this goes very well. Is that um, when we're navigating culture, we have to make sure that we're not confusing the accumulation of technology and uh, accumulation of knowledge for being the most uh, intelligent and best society that's ever been. Because yeah. they're like, I was this, I read that somewhere um, when I was doing a study in Genesis and I was talking about how the first people would have been um, like the best iteration of humans just because they would mm. have had, and this is how I think this might not be true, but uh, they would have had, Adam and Eve would have had perfect genes, quote unquote. And then as it progressed, you get more and more diseases. You get all these different things because you're getting farther, farther into the fall and you're becoming, that's why I think that we just see new diseases all the time. Yeah. Um, it, side note, but in the same way they would have had, they would have been smarter. Um, even though they didn't have better technology, they would have been a smarter civilization. Oh. So think about like the Aztecs. We think, we, we have no idea how some of their technology works. The Greeks, oh, yeah. were, like, and so I think... Like the fact that um, even... Uh, like, the pyramids. Well, the pyramids, but also I was going to say, the Greeks had this, had the aqueducts for irrigation, right? Or the Romans, my bad. The Romans had the aqueducts, and then that's impressive in and of itself, first yeah. of all. And then you go back, you know, a little bit back to the Aztecs, and they had similar forms of irrigation. Yeah. Actually, And then article, way oh, back to the ancient Egyptians... And they, like, had almost better, like, the ancient Egyptians had plumbing. Dude, I they read... They figured out plumbing. I read an article today. So, all these... All this, what? All these, fi all these fires in Australia have revealed these... Have you I read, just you read, read this, like, it's, before we got in it's here. The, they have these aqueducts that they found because all the vegetation burned up. Yeah. 6,000 years ago. Older than the pyramids. Yeah. So, anyway, all that, <laughs> all that to say, that geek out moment... Um, all that to say, we have to be careful and navigate, responsible when we're navigating culture because 
we can step on a lot of toes just because of the things that we're bringing in and the the conceptual metaphors, as uh, Dr. Channing Chrysler liked to say <laughs> in the New Testament class. Shout out. Um, <laughs> Sponsor us. Yeah, do that. <laughs> um, um, and that reminds me, too, uh, kind of your initial way to segue into that point was um, you brought up this accessibility of of knowledge and learning mm-hmm. um, has kind of, you know, dimmed our perception of culture a little bit. And that reminded me of um, the question you asked Dr. Wyma, like, do you think the the invention of the printing press uh, that was it, actually a rough draft of the thing, but continue. Do you think the invention of the <laughs> printing press um, cheapened the value of learning or, or made knowledge more accessible, thus kind of che- yeah, yeah. Yeah, cheapening? Uh, we, we reworded it in the episode because that wording wasn't great, and I can't remember the exact wording, but um, yeah. I think that's a... a pretty good example of kind of what we're talking about yeah there. and that, that's kind of a peek into what we're wanting to do this semester we all we had a long strain of geeking out just for the past few minutes but all that to say the tension of navigating cultural response culture and other cultures responsibly um, but also at the same time shaping culture around us um, is what we're going to be holding in tension this semester um, and last semester um we, we didn't have the exact uh, vocabulary for this, but our ours was our question was, what is community and yeah. how do we build it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think one thing I just want to speak to is like, as we're progressing and trying to figure out and uh, defining the minutia of um, what, all the Good things. In, thank you. I don't know if I used it correctly. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you did. I'm okay, sure. Awesome. Um, Malcolm was giving you the go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Um, all the minutiae of what it means to like do a podcast about this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we're trying to grow bigger in our overarching concepts, but also refine down, um, the razor blade of what we're saying, you know? Yeah. And I think also as we move forward with the podcast, um, this season and even, um, for next season, we're not ditching this idea of, of community. Oh no, it's no, no, no. not at all even close. It's still going to be integrated into this season. Um, and we're, we're just kind of, the, this is still a podcast about creating community yeah. and, and building culture, drinking coffee and being giddy, all um, the all the time, every, every other day. Mm, um, every day. well I do, I do every other day. Oh, okay. That's I just, fine. it messes like sometimes messes yeah, up yeah, my yeah, calendar yeah. and I like to see it like red white red white when i schedule my calendar so i like get get no, stop make coffee stop. be get okay okay um <laughs> shoot anyway so um it's kind of a look into what we're thinking about doing this semester we uh we have some we're gonna try and get some professors on yes um, this semester we won't necessarily say any names because we haven't exactly reached out to them we probably should do that yeah we'll do that oh no um and just some fun times we're just gonna have a lot of fun and talk about our overarching question it's it's gonna be a good season and uh if you don't already go ahead and follow our instagram at audibility podcast yep. um because we're gonna have some other things kind of uh maybe this semester that are outside of just you listening to us on spotify 
uh, or Apple Music, or Apple Music, or, well, Apple Podcasts, podcasts, sorry. or maybe Google Podcasts, or maybe you listen right on the Anchor app. Although, yeah, I don't think anybody in their right mind would. Do I think that. I've saw one person that listened to it on the little <laughs> <laughs> statistics thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna maybe do some things outside of that. Um, maybe a little more interactive and that's where you can keep up with that, um, is, is on the Instagram you can see. Yep. And, and we might, uh, even start, uh, yeah, we'll no, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this was awesome. This is a little shorter episode today, but yeah, well, I mean, I feel like it it was good. It It was was a good episode. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, yeah, it was good. I think it was very good. Yeah, It was very nice. (laughs) Um, so we'll see y'all next week. Uh, we look forward to it, and arrivederci. Happy second semester and second Woot-woot. season of Audibility Podcast. Have a good the week. Podcast okay, yeah, by nah. Luke and Jet. Lucas and yeah. goodbye. I'll see ya. press record up in here we're gonna press record now i've pressed yes. record right i need to get out of this accent <coughs> all right let's do a little <sighs> ready me me my mom me me my mom <laughs> shake hands yes okay, okay. <clears throat> ready <laughs>